Struggling to connect with buyers in an overcrowded, noisy sales landscape? Today's buyers want more than a spray and pray email blast. Launch a podcast and collaborate on content with people that matter most in your industry. Learn more at salesculture.work. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Joe Lemon Experience Podcast. This show is built totally on my motto called Push Yourself to Know Yourself. And this audio experience has really been about me trying to connect with people that I just find interesting and having these cool and candid conversations with them about how they're challenging the status quo so they can get to know themselves in the process. Thank you so much for tuning in and really excited to bring today's guest to you guys, Demetrius Juice Denson. He's the up and coming comedian. And I first got introduced to him through my guy, Jay, Jay Fields sports agent here in LA and I've been sitting on this podcast way too long we did this podcast the very end of last year right before he was wrapping up his whole Christmas tour and his toys for uh, his his whole tour drive that he does annually and uh, man I just it's just great getting getting to know the guy because he has a crazy upbringing Um, he's been playing basketball for quite some time and he played with, with Russell Westbrook he's out of LA and now he's kind of transitioned, you know, his whole life from, you know, being this superstar athlete to having some injuries, then being down to being homeless, to working at, uh, you know, El Pollo Loco and now getting back on his feet. And he's uh, launching his whole stand up tour called Layups to Stand Up Store. So sit back and enjoy this episode with Demetrius Juice Denson. Setbacks, man. It's all about man. how you bounce back for those setbacks. It's all about sure. how you bounce back, bro. So... Demetrius, yeah, Juice, yeah, Juice. What else is going on, man? Welcome to the podcast, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Thanks Seriously, for man. Thanks I mean, for having me. I mean, so I want to dive into your story too, though, man. Okay, for sure. Can we just take it back to LA a little bit? Can we talk about how you were coming up and everything? Uh, yeah, you talk about whatever you want. Man. I'm, I'm an open book. I like talking about it all. It's all good with me. I mean, so this is like Hollywood a little bit, and I've been trying yep. to, I like trying to paint these pictures a little bit better here. You know okay. what I mean? Because if you think about every good movie, every good Marvel. You know, superhero type of movie, right. right? They always get the origin story first. Yeah. So let's kind of start with yours, man. How were you coming up and everything? Um, come growing up, I was uh, believe it or not, I was shy when I first really? first grade school, first couple of grades, I was shy. Really? Yeah. Um, I was a late I was a late bloomer. I didn't start talking until I was really late, like okay. older. I had like a speech impediment, which mm. affected me talking. Yeah. So I was real shy, real laid back, like didn't really talk. Yeah. People used to pick on me, and that's how I ended up coming out of my shell. I'm, like, I'm gonna start getting you before you get me. Of course. Yeah. yeah so that's so kinda... like so like um tell me like around what grade the people start kind of really trying to challenge you, and then you start kind of coming out a little bit. I say um, people start challenging me from jump, just really? just from jump. I mean, yeah. when I was I I grew into my looks after, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't look like this back in the day, so yeah. I look I looked I was funny looking. I had a big head, was super skinny, yeah, okay, dressed okay. weird when I was a little kid. So I think like really when I started like to to, to, to fight back was probably like fourth grade, fifth grade, yeah, fifth fourth grade. That's when I really started. To, all right, hold on, let me let me let me get them first. That's when I really started to come along. I think I think a lot of people really started. You know, matter of fact, I was I was doing some. Uh, Nonprofit work, and they were talking about how third grade is that inflection point for a yeah, lot of kids. Yeah. And I thought about myself and during the whole third grade, and I was like chubby dude, you know, like I was supposed to have glasses, but I yeah. didn't wear them because it wasn't cool, you know. I like, was chubby too. People, oh, really? Nobody believed that I was chubby for like. You weren't built chubby right now, though. Nah, yeah, 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 it's, it's impossible now. It's impossible. I was for like when I was in uh first. First, second grade, I was like chunky. I played okay. I was like more than chunky or so. I was a little thick. And I then I played football for a little bit too. Nope. I then I let that go quick. 
Okay. Okay. I, I had to, what happened when I had a growth spurt, and then yeah. from there I went. I grew like a lot, and I've been skinny ever since. Ever since. That's dope. Okay. So, All right. Cool. So you, so you were kind of getting picked on. Yeah. And then you started to fire back with some jokes or what? Yeah, I was. I was ruthless. Like I was like anything. I if I heard anything I know or could say about you that I heard, I would say it. Like if you got a bad grade on a report card, or oh, you was if, killing if, people, or if I was walking down the street and I just saw your mom and she looked crazy, I remember in my head. <laughs> but yo, I saw your mom yesterday. See, woo, woo. I was go in on people. <laughs> like damn, how the hell he know that? Right. Or if I catch you in the grocery store, you looking crazy with your. I, I, it, it was no limits. That's so dope. I had to run. I had to run a lot. I ran. A, I, I ran a lot in school. Yeah. From people, cause. They was out to get me. I was to go at people's neck. I didn't stop. I mean, but man, you know, I think that kind of builds some character too, though, right? I yeah. mean, because if you're willing to kind of always kind of strike first, then people yeah. don't, people are kind of apprehensive about, all right, if I come for him, I, I know he's not going to stop yeah. on me, right? People would be like, if I come for him, I got to have my, my material ready too because he's yeah. going to go. And so that's kind of what, what happened. And then I ended up starting playing basketball. And I had so getting confidence from that. Yeah. Started learning, meeting new people. Everybody started knowing me. So yeah. I really had that reputation. Like, you want to come get it? Come on. That's cool, man. Come on. I give it to you. And so you were talking about you playing ball. And I mean, obviously, you used to play with Russell yeah, Westbrook yeah. back in the day. So how was that coming up and everything? Uh, it was it was, a, it was probably the best experience uh, in my life. Besides comedy, comedy yeah. probably be the best. And that would probably be second. It was at a time when I needed it. I needed the structure in my life. I needed the. We was really good, so that kind of helped. That made a lot of things in my life. Cause I was living. I lived in a motel growing up as a kid. So like, wow. I lived in a motel. Mom, single mom. Uh, we was struggling the whole way to figure it out. So when I was on the, we was ranked number three in the state, like all wow. through high school. So we got all the gear. We was going to all the big tournaments. Everybody knew us. So uh, yeah, that's we was crazy. Getting, we was getting a little forty-five dollars, you know, for like when we on the road. I said, pocket that money, keep it, go yeah. back home and use that for school money. Like wow. that's what I used to do. So as just that experience and me being able, us being as good as we was and playing with him and playing with my other teammates, kind of it definitely shaped my life. We changed my life because. Could have been, could have went a different way. <laughs> as we all know, it, as being a minority, it can go different. It's, it's real. It's like ah, it's a real quick, quick slope to go the opposite Bro, way. It's a fine line, man. That's pretty cool though, too, about sports because I think um, when kids don't get involved, uh huh, and whether you're good or not, there's a necessary or not necessary, but there's a nice little bit of discipline that that really comes with it. Yeah, for sure. Because everything that you're doing now, I can imagine, is crosses over. I want to get into that the whole for piece sure. about comedy as well, but. But tell me some more about your whole career playing ball as well. So, did you play uh, in like college and everything? Or yep. So um, I play. Uh, always throw this fact out. We in high school we uh, went sixty four and eleven. Sixty four and eleven. Yeah. Oh, y'all were slaying cats. Yeah. So yeah, it was one year we won the most the most games in the whole state without winning the championship. Like it was a it's a bad record to have. Yeah. But we went twenty six and two, oh, and didn't murdering. win though. But did it win nothing? We didn't win no CIF, no no city, no state, nothing. Why do you think it was though? Was it just like people were they have that much more talent than y'all, or what? We what just we had doing? those bad. We had we lost both every yeah. time we lost in the, at home. We, really? We was we was we was a we was a favorite. Of course, yeah, turn yeah, the yeah, ball yeah, over, yeah, yeah. just out of, out of out of our zone, out of our zone loss. Do you think it had anything with the dude? Because I, because I've seen a couple people that were like just killing like regular season play, right? Mm -hmm. You think it had anything to do with like the confidence being so high because you guys murdered people like throughout the whole regular season? Now, honestly, we didn't have enough help. I'm gonna be honest. We, <laughs> listen, we only had we only we we was good, but we pressed and we played hard. Yeah. But when we, when in, in, in playoff basketball, yeah. when you speak when you slow down the game, when you got actually score in the half court, yeah. We only had two and a half people. I got you. And we had a team of twelve. So you do the math. It was it was it's, it was. 
perceives the guarders. Like, yeah. if we wasn't making you turn the ball over, you wasn't beating yourself, it was hard for us to beat you. Wow. But most times, we be, we make sure we turn. It, it was hard not to turn the ball over. We pressed. Like, yeah. we let the state into it. We forced a lot of turnovers. Oh, so you guys were able to get into it. You guys just needed some more players on the bench to kind of come off. And, we and really a couple more, you know, couple, couple more spot-up shooters. Mm -hmm. We another spot-up shooter and another person get to the basket. We'd have won, I would have won four rings. Wow, bro. If I would if I would have been when I was out of high school, we'd have got a ring. We'd have got one. But, Do you ever miss it at all? Yeah, I missed it. Do you? When I first started when I first started playing basketball, because after I played basketball, I went I played high school, I went to junior college, played two years, mm -hmm. and played four years, went overseas for a second. When I stopped playing basketball, I missed it. I missed high school the most. Just that feeling of walking in the gym, like, y'all know we about to beat y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like y'all know y'all about to lose by 30. Yeah. It was a dope, it was a dope experience. Yeah, man. I could imagine, bro. Like, I mean, cause I mean I was all right in like high school, you know, made yeah. all-star papers at every yeah. every blue moon, but right. my whole squad was trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I had no hopes of ever really yeah. uh -oh, it doing like, like anything. Okay. But yeah. but if we would have been a part of the winning process, I mean, I I know how addictive that can be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like once it starts happening like on a regular basis, it's just it's it's like almost who you are to yeah. degree, right? I remember like like back when um back when um. Like so, you you was on a, you was on a bad team, but you did a lot. Yeah. Like you was like one of y'all better. I remember like back in school, like I was more like, see, I guess y'all, I would have my best games. Those those when like they put in like they like juice go crazy. That's when I had like seventeen okay. 20s. That's okay. when I get to go crazy because I had yeah. to lose. Those my best games was beating people like fifty. Wow. That was my best games. I was oh, like Jesus. I go crazy. So I was a bully, basically. What I'm saying, I was a bully. <laughs> like when I knew when yeah. I smelled blood. Yeah. You never asked for the ball all game. We playing Westchester, uh, Fairfax, you don't want the ball. We playing St. Jude Academy, you want the ball every time. Give me the ball. 100%. So it would have been bad for you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you would not, we would not have been doing this interview. We played y'all. Bro, Juice, man, you need to have your own podcast, dog. Man. I mean, seriously. I say everybody needs to have the podcast, yeah. but comedians to me, though, right, right. This, is, this is really your whole arena, man. Right. Like, I mean, like... Because you guys can just carry it way better than most other people. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I mean, I mean, but all right, so take it back to um, basketball, right? And yep. So you got injured, right? Is that right? Yep. So what happened there? Uh, so my junior year, my first year transfer from to a four-year, I led my team in, re I led my team in points, okay. minutes, rebounds, steals, turnovers, uh, pitchers taken per the crowd. I led us in everything. So yeah. I thought I was a man going to my senior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in open preseason, I came down and I uh, popped my, uh, I strained my back. Oh wow! And then it was like two weeks later. I was barely, I was barely able to walk. And then my school was, they was, they, they was, they was shady. They went out and got a guard, recruited a new guard, gave him my scholarship, and wow, I went back home. I didn't even get to finish my senior year. It was that quick. Yeah, that quick. Man, so they pulled you out mid-season? Like, it was preseason. So, you pre know, okay, it's okay, a little bit you, different because I went to a, a low-level D2. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It's easy to qualify. So, yep. they, they had a kid that they was trying to bring in. They, they got him a clear. Yep. And then they gave him my scholarship. I was still able to go to school and finish if I wanted to. But I was just like, I can't play basketball. I'm going yeah. home. I can imagine, though, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, like, especially if you were there dominating and then, you know, it's kind of impossible not to feel slighted by that. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, like, like and now I'm gonna go graduate with y'all. Like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't see that. You know, yeah, playing it well for most people either way. I mean, I tried for because I had like the cold part was that I tried to come back twice. This is all beginning season, preseason. Yeah, and 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 then I went from starting to coming off the bench, and then me at practice, I was barely able to practice. I wasn't moving the right way, and then I just I I could I could feel the team going that way, and I'm still this way, and I'm sure. like. 
And then they're like, yeah, well, you know, this next quarter, you're going to have to pay most of your scholarship. You're going to have to pay for school. I went to a private school. It was 20000 a quarter. I was like, nah, that ain't going to work. Nah. So that's what I, was, I just went back home. Interesting, bro. I mean, I mean, so you know, if if we if we keep the whole movie theme going, though, man, yeah. this is this is taking us to that part. Dun, 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 dun. Exactly. When you, when you, when you into, and <laughs> you then know? I felt my job, my calling. Yes. I'm telling you, though, man, this is like after Spider Man gets bit by the spider, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, hold up, though. There's some people starting trouble, you like know, throughout the, the movies city. when they got the sad music. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're on the bus and, 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 and it's raining. It's always raining. I gotta add that. Hey, mom, you come on, baby. <laughs> it's one of those type moments. Yeah? And so my mom didn't hug me. My mom said, uh uh-uh. uh. Your ass got a week to find something to do. Yeah. Come on, so you got a week to find something to do. So, what'd you get into, bro? I started working at El Polo Loco. Yeah. In a week, man, you ain't got that much time with you. I had to find a job quick. Polo get El you on Polo the spot. Loco, listen, cashier, welcome hey, to El Polo man. Loco. I had that on lock. Okay. And then um, luckily I had a friend that did comedy. Yeah. And he always would try to talk me into doing it. And I, I went to his show one night and I didn't know it, but he booked me on the show without telling me. And then they was like, come to the stage, juice. And I was like, what? And then next thing you know, I went on stage, freestyle 10 minutes and been doing it ever since. Who's your friend, man? Uh, his name is Dewan, Dewan, Dewan Brown. That's dope, though. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I mean, like he's like a real friend right is, there. He don't even do comedy no more. No more. He's he's done. Yeah, he stopped. He's like he's like, wow. but I, I had to before I stopped. I had to get you started. I was like, what? He oh, stopped. So that's shout pretty out to dope. Me. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So I've been doing it nonstop. He came to a lot of the shows. Like, bro, I told you, you got it. It's like, all right, cool. Maybe I did. <laughs> you I know, did. man. Um, I was reading. Um, well, I was reading. I was listening to. Kevin Hart's book, right? Yeah. And he was talking about his process of yeah. going between Philly up to New York, back and forth, nonstop, yeah. trying to do shows all the time. And, you know, it's cool that LA is like one of the hubs. I mean, yeah. clearly one of the hubs for like comedy. So talk about that whole comedy grind a little bit because I, I think a lot of people need to know about that because I think it translates to whatever people want to kind of really grow into. But uh, comedy grind is different from any other grind, personally. Yeah. It's just because it, I feel like even with relating it to sports, like in sports, mm-hmm. when your jump shot is not falling, you could go to the gym and shoot by yourself, break as many shots as you want, airball, do all, go, get it all out. Yeah. And comedy, you got to go on stage and get all those airballs and bricks out in front of people who pay, like. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> that ain't it. Like, it ain't nothing worse when your friends in the crowd. Like, nah, bro. I mean, my friends would make eye contact with me on stage. Like, oh, really? I, even when I'm killing it. I remember I just did a show in, in Oklahoma with Russ. Yeah. I'm on stage. Russ was like, I'm like, bro, shut up. Like, yeah. don't. So for me, I think that grind is the most, is the toughest one. Because, like, you got to yeah. literally get up on stage every night, bars, uh, uh, all these weird, uh, small little shows with two, three people there and perform. And really, t- and fine tune each joke every night, every night. How do you kind of handle that? I guess uh, thick skin, yeah, uh, thick skin, and um, I, I have this crazy, crazy. I, if anything else, I believe in myself to like a crazy amount. Like sometimes too much, because like to the point, like literally, this is no joke. Like I, I the day, the day after I did that open mic, the, my friend's show, the yeah. next day I had a manager. The next day, like lit- I was like, "Yo, bro, you need to manage me." I'm like, "You need to manage me, bro. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that." He's like, "All right, bet, woo, woo." Yeah. And so we went out, started doing open mics. I got he got me on a club on a show. Yeah. I walk in with all these veteran comedians, 20 years in the game. Oh, I'm Juice. They're like, oh, "Okay, what's up? How long been a comic?" I'm like a week. Like, it's my manager. Everybody just start crying, laughing. I'm like in my head, I already knew I was gonna be good. I was gonna be great at it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that basketball mentality. Like, yo, I'm like, I wasn't the best player on my team. 
but I did. The, I knew how to play. Like if I did all the dirty work and talked trash, died on loose balls, gave the ball to our best players, didn't turn it over. Yeah, I'll be in a lot. So I had that same mentality with comedy. If I stay in the gym, which is the clubs, mm -hmm. I will get good. And that was just kind of how I approached it. I came in like I'm taking over everything. How'd you get that mentality, man? Because people struggle with that. This seeing, this seeing the results of, of having that same mentality in, in high school. Like I said, I was literally like, I went from being the worst player on our team to in middle school, in middle school not playing. I was our third string point guard. Wow. And and we we brought, everybody went to high school with us. So okay. and I went from being the, the, the third string point guard to being on the freshman team, uh, starting, doing my thing. And then from there, I jumped. The both of the guards end up starting as a sophomore just because I stay working, stay working. I got coach like me. I knew what he liked. He wanted me to hustle, play D. I, I'm your man. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of was my mentality in comedy. Like, All right, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to prove people wrong. So, I mean, man, you know, and, and like hands down, that, that whole piece about hard work and, and finding those opportunities yeah. is like, it's definitely the the piece of you just have to grind, but there's yeah. also a skill set with it too, though. Yeah. Because you got to be able to listen and hear for like when the right moments are. Yeah. Especially once you're on stage too, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, so like, um, it's tough. You had this quote. I got it off your website. It says, "It has been said that legends are made and not born." Yeah. I, I, I think that's just one of those things that people got to be born with. Man. Yeah, yeah. I feel when it comes to comedy, I feel like you got to be you got to be born with it. Yeah. But people always ask me like, "But you can, you can, you can't be taught." Mm -hmm. But you can learn learn how to how to how to craft your 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 gift and like how to make it get to the next level. That's why I'm at. I'm, I'm always trying to. I don't. I'm funny, but I don't know why I'm funny. So I'm always oh, trying man. to figure it out. Like why? Like what I do that's funny. How? And that's the next part that you can you, people can show you how to fine tune your gift. And I think that's important with comedy because people no, nobody started funny. No, I don't care who they always they lie to you. That's what they told me. Like I know bet. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I never bummed. I never bummed. Every time I kill, man. Yeah. And I start get, I start doing comedy. Like, bro, you just bummed right now. Then you walked out like you wasn't here. I saw you. Yeah. I didn't bum. That wasn't me. And but that's the mentality you gotta have when doing comedy. You gotta be able to have those reps, man. At first, have a lot of bad nights. Yeah. A lot of bad nights before you get good ones. And then you, I had bad nights because when you first start, you gonna you might have one good night, mm -hmm. and then you have one out one out one out of every five. If you if you good one out of every five, you start off good. If you bad one out of every ten, be okay. So, are you at the club every night, or, or is it like you know a couple of days throughout the week? Uh, and like now, because I, I do. When I first started, I was every night open okay. mics, open mics. Wow, be begging people. To, I didn't have a car. I was just like I was working at El Pollo Loco. I'll get off. I work from uh, eight to four. Dope. I run uh, on my lunch. My mom was sick, so I run home, take care of my mom, uh, go back. Run home, change my clothes, jump on the bus. If I didn't get on that bus, I wasn't gonna catch an open mic. I live wow. in San Pedro. I had okay. to catch the bus to Hollywood. Gotcha. So I get on the bus, do my two open mics, two or three. If I, could, if I get there in time, mm -hmm. catch the bus back, do it all over. And then as I start bringing the brand, I start doing more shows, and now I start to pick and choose. Are there like lots of politics once it comes to working in like yeah. comedy? Like yeah. so, it's like a list that you got to sign up for, and then you have to know people so you can get on the list. Is that yeah. is that how it works? So I guess? open mics is like let's say this is a it's a first come first first come. Okay. So, and it's like first, so you gotta get there to sign up. Yep. So if open mics start at seven, you gotta get there at five. Got you. Sign up. That's Post what up I do. a little bit. I got you. Yeah. I always get there. I, I always get there before everybody else because I'm gonna get there first. I get I, I know in my head like I got another bus to take. Yeah. I can't. I gotta get here. So if I don't get here, I lose. So that's why I always get there early and go to the next spot. 
Bruh, bruh. I love it though, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm in sales mainly, right? So yeah. I got to have, you know, most people don't want to talk to me either. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Most guys don't want to, you know, roll around and yeah. straight talk to the sales dude. Yeah. And so I, I've built up some thicker skin over time, but it's yeah. one of those things where still comedians, I think, take the cake though, man, because it's yeah. like a live audience. There's more, you know, there's more eyeballs on you, right? And, and there's more judgment happening at once. Opposed to like a one-on-one thing. You gotta be thing. quick on your feet. It happening right there on the top of your head. And then you literally have, uh, people was telling me when I first started, like, just keep getting on stage, you'll figure it out. And that's the worst advice you wanna hear. Oh, really? But it's like, you're like, no, but I wanna know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't tell you why. You gonna, you literally have to feel it. Yeah. It's like, you feel, you just keep getting up and then you just start, you know, you just start reacting different. Like, it's like when somebody reach, you automatically don't think, just go to the legs, go to your left hand. Yeah. Spin moves like it's that same process. So um, for me, that's the that was up to me. Me accepting that was one of the hardest things for me. Like, I know where I I know in my head where I see myself. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for me to just slow down. Like, bro, you are way ahead of so many people right now. Relax. You only you ain't even hit four years yet. <laughs> Calm down. You already touring. Yeah. So what? But I want to be killing. I want people to be. That's how. That's what. That's my talks in my head. About but you are touring though, which is dope though. Yeah. Man. I mean, so now we're going to a different part of the movie here, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, movie, so you know, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Back to the themes, you know. Back with to the, the I mean, themes. I mean, cause, I mean. So let's kind of start with this too, though. Who was like the major influence for you to actually get into comedy? I mean, outside of your friend putting you on, was there any other people that you kind of studied and watched, or that you're studying now? Um. Probably Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, my favorite comedian. This is my favorite person. I just like him overall, like especially back in the nineties when he was really going. I think mm -hmm. Martin, Martin had a big influence. Um, I just honestly, so it, it's like a combination. So it's like Martin, mm -hmm. and it, I got I got a little bit of everything in me. So it's like Martin. Yeah. I got a little bit of Nipsey in me. Nipsey Hustle in me. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, got yeah. a little bit. Of, I yeah. got a little bit of Kevin Hart. Yep. I got a little bit of, of Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. I'm like super. I'm like I'm an entrepreneur. So I like, it's like, I like I'm I'm really big on like you know building my own content and like you know making that uh, sticking to my what I want to talk about. Not like I don't want to get watered down, washed down. So it's really important to stick to that. That's one of my things. That's when I first started my art. I don't, I don't want to just be a comedian. I don't want to. I don't want to be like eight years down the road, like mad at Hollywood, like oh, waiting on my big break. Please help. <laughs> I hate it. I'm fun. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm gonna create from jump. I'm gonna create my own brand. I'm gonna get popping from jump. I ain't gotta worry about the politics. Yeah. I got my own show. I got my own this. I got my own tour. I got my own this. So I'm always happy. I'm always working. So can we talk about the show too, though, man? Of course. I mean, because you have to giving toys to the kids and everything oh, yeah. else. Yeah, we could talk about the show. Let's I, talk about. The I show. mean, so how'd you just choose out the gate? I want to have my own show. I want to have my own my own tour. I mean, that was something that you obviously yeah. just came out with. So how did you come up with Hollywood. Yeah. Um, when I when, you know, it's like a it's like a catch twenty two because the only way to get good. Is to perform mm -hmm. all the way to perform is to get on shows mm -hmm. and be good. So I had to find a way to do. So I said, if I start my own show and I just I'm, I'm investing myself, mm -hmm. put up my own money and just start see if the show hit. And luckily, the first couple of shows they all sold out because I knew so many people. And I'm like, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Then I have never stopped producing since. I just do both. I was on your website. It looks like most of them are definitely. Selling out. I yeah, mean, I yeah. think all of them were actually sold out. Actually, yeah, we got, I mean, we got a good amount. Uh, we sell about seven. About 74%. About not 74%. Some ones don't. But I mean, that's dope. in LA, every every show I've done in LA, I've sold out. Yeah. And it'd be crazy that I, I still be nervous as though it's not every show. Like right now, I got a show a week from today. Yeah. It's December 14th, 8 30 at the, at the um, Comedy Union. Mm -hmm. Tickets on sale. 
layupstandup.com. But absolutely, I, I got get the plugs in, baby. Get the plugs next in. Next yeah. week, and it's like you know, ticket sales doing okay. And I know, I know when it. My biggest day on ticket sales, unless I'm doing a big show production wise, it's always Wednesday. So I know next Wednesday is gonna be crazy, but I'm in my head I'm nervous because it's the way it's always worked. Because you know a lot of people last minute, so my goal is to stop that. Eventually they are gonna get the hint after like six times and not getting in. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm buying my ticket right away. So. Everybody likes to wait to some last yeah. minute stuff, especially in LA, man. Hey. Yeah, especially. It's so much to do. That's why. So I know I know my market. So that's why I really don't panic. So so what's like the best city that you've toured at so far? Um, Where you got the most love in Oklahoma this kind of City. Really? Yeah. What's going on out there? I mean, the- I love Oklahoma City. Really? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> on the fence, man. I may make that jump. Uh, oh, really? It's like that? It's like that. I ain't gonna lie. I might make that it, jump. Is it the barbecue or what? What's going on here, man? Like, uh, what's happening in Oklahoma it's City? It's the women. It's the vibe. Right. It's just the way I can move out there. It's yeah. Just, I mean, granted, I, my, my friend is Russell Westbrook, and he's Oklahoma, but it's just the that whole, helps. It helps <laughs> dramatically. It helps. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps to just uh. That's the first. So that's the first city that outside of LA that really embraced me. And mm-hmm. when even though it was for majority was for him, mm-hmm. but every time his fans become my fans, and then it, it keep growing with me, and we keep doing bigger, bigger stuff. So it's like now when I go out there, I be like he always making fun of me. But like, you like a B minus celebrity? I'm like nah, B-. for real. I'm B minus for real. He like back in LA, you like D minus. I said, bro, for real. There's so much going on in LA. That's why it is. But though, yeah. man, I mean, man, you know what? Honestly, I, th- I think there's a play for that though. Really, yeah. I mean, because um, so I was in Atlanta previously, but I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. Okay, and like. Go and dominate that city. Yeah, like you can walk. You can walk in tomorrow and clean the whole clean the whole city up, and have the whole city on your back. Exactly. You. And so you can go to those mid markets mm-hmm. and get easy penetration, especially with your partners. Yeah, I mean, man, that's so that's kind of my it's my a new real outlet. Thing. That's my I'm doing now. I'm like I'm re. Last year my was my first year of my tour. I did like a lot of big cities. Okay. And it was my first time doing this. So I had to learn. Now I'm doing small market cities. Like mm-hmm. where I could come in, it's a lot cheaper. I could make it a big deal. Profitable probably. Yeah. yeah. Do, find a nonprofit out there, donate to it, get mm-hmm. in and out. So that's kind of my plan. That's fly, man. So um, all right. So talk about the tour though a little bit because I, th- I think this is something that a lot of comics, I'm sure, uh-huh. they would like to kind of get into yeah, themselves, man. I'm good. Like literally, I Google. Yeah. How to start a tour? Like, it's, <laughs> if you go to Google's like, got it, man. It, there's no like, <laughs> yeah. listen, like, there's nothing up there that says how to start a tour. You got a couple people that talked about bands, but comedy tours yeah. is it, second to none. Because if you ain't got a big name on TV, you you ain't starting no tour. Like, I mean, so do you have to call around to the venues and I, try to get everything I, from the? I uh, started from the ground up. So speed. Let me see the fast. I I started with. Date with cities, potential cities. I just wrote down fifteen cities, and mm-hmm. then from there, I, I went through each month, and I wrote and I wrote down soft dates wow. where I might want to do that. And then from there, I said I picked based on the city how many people I, in my head I think I can bring out, and I put that number there. And then I just started looking at venues, calling venues, wow. connecting dots. Wow. Then I just I had my packages ready and who I could bring, who I was, send it off to them, uh, and then went from there. Bro, like to me, like that's one of the most powerful things, man. And you know, people have so much more opportunities these days. Yeah. You know, like if you if you, if you take that back another 15, 20 years, yeah. If you were a B level type of celebrity, right? And mm-hmm. like straight Oklahoma City, you still needed to know the right people because yeah. there's always politics. Right. I mean, now you can fast track it. That's man, that, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So it's a it's a blessing. And it's working for you as well, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It's going pretty well. Um yeah. and the other thing is like you get it's like I went to school for business. Okay. 
I really, that's what every basketball player do. Like we take business, <laughs> so we ain't got, but I really yeah. learned business after. Like I learned a lot of the stuff I do now. Just, just experiencing it and going through it, failing, figuring it out. So mm. even with the tour, like I have that experience. Like most comedians, I don't care how many, you can't say you started a tour from the ground up. Right. And, and I know how to do that. I could tell you like, yo, all right, look, don't worry about radio. That ain't gonna get you no money. Look, make these, make these Facebook, um, Instagram ads. You know, go holler at all these cute girls. I know that I'm gonna get you. Go get. Don't, don't worry about that. Go, no first class. Go get you a little tour bus. Yeah. Put some fake stickers on it. Make it look. I know the ins and out now. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's important. That's gonna separate me because it's only a matter of time for you. You find that system that works. You know what I'm saying? I mean, does it still work to have like a whole bunch of cute girls in the show so you can bring us? Oh money? yes, yes. Is that still like a real right. angle? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. Of course, right. that, that does never <laughs> stop. That that is like I, I give every show I ever do. I'm giving away twenty tickets. This females posted show it come out. Yeah, yeah. Females always bring out guys, and guys bring out more females. It's just, it's just a number. It's just a, the the rule of attraction, law of attraction. Mm -hmm. This is what works. Numbers game with it. Number game, man. So. What what's the whole future for the whole tour and like everything that you're working on right now? I mean, because having that tour is crazy good, man. Yeah, the fact that you got the cities lined up. I mean, do you want to add more cities? Is, is that what you're thinking? Uh, my goal is just, of course, to keep add more cities, add bigger. Um, any places that I'm doing comedy clubs, move up to theaters. Okay. Any place I'm doing theaters, move up to. Uh, to small uh, arenas. And That's then, the formula. I got you. Yeah. Just keep working my way up. Like in Oklahoma, we 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 just starting an arena now. We about wow. to do a, we doing a small uh, arena now, Dope, which is man. gonna be uh, I think forty five hundred next year. Wow. So which is and we started with uh, five hundred. So anyways, that's crazy. Yeah. So every city and then out here, I, same thing. I did one show and then, then now I'll be doing weekends. Okay. So I do like weekends from Thursday to Sunday, two shows a night, which is that's bringing out 150 people per show. Wow. So it's just keep that going. Um, I got my basketball league. You know, I do a basketball league. Talk about that. Yeah. yeah I, it's, it's, when I first started, I needed everything I do is marketing, just to get my hands on big name comedians. Yep. So when I first started, I, I couldn't get who I wanted. I was getting like C minus people, D minus. No offense to nobody. But it's okay. It's a process. It's a Everybody process. knows what he's saying. God is good. <laughs> and then but when I started doing my basketball league, yeah. a lot of Hollywood comedians would come on my basketball league. Oh, yo, you juice, yeah. Get my information. Then I started booking C plus, B minus. Smart play. And I just and then I started doing charity events, getting more big name celebrities to come out. Mm -hmm. And I so I put my face in front of other people besides just people that's in comedy. So therefore, when I market to my stuff, I have a wide range of people. I could promote to these kids that I did this charity for. I could promote to here. I could promote every weekend at my basketball league, which we're going into our fourth season. Wow. So we're going to our fourth season, and then I just partnered up with two other leagues to become one league. I, it made sense. Yeah. I'm on the road a lot, so I'm like, well, y'all run the league for me, and I'll, we, we'll figure it out and do this. And then we about to launch it in Oklahoma. So I'm doing oh, really? It. Like I said, it makes sense. I'm going, I'm doing everything I'm doing in LA is going to Oklahoma. I'm going back. Juice. I think you're out of here, man. I yeah, think you're already yeah. in Oklahoma right yeah, now, man. You probably yeah. got a lady laid up. Yeah, I do, actually. Hey, <laughs> oh, my yeah? last two women has been in Oklahoma. My ex is in Oklahoma and my new girl is in Oklahoma. Oh, that's fly, man. Yeah, yeah. Good so. stuff, though, man. I mean, I mean, but, you know, that whole play with, like, having the whole basketball league mm -hmm. with your whole background and then yeah. kind of looping in so you can build a much larger, like, yeah. type of network around comedy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It was just, this is before I knew what I was doing. I, yeah. This is like, yo, they came up to me. The club was like, yo, you got to have a name for the show. It just gave me a comedy show. They said no. I was like, All right, give me, give me a couple of days, and I had to figure out what something that was. I wanted something that from the beginning to the end that yeah. was me. So basketball layups to stand up comedy was real when it was me. 
and I've been writing it out, made a logo for it with the little basketball and yeah. mic, and I've been writing it. We got, I'm getting a chain made eventually. Oh, listen, yeah? <laughs> save, your, save your pennies. I'm not telling nobody to get money and start buying chains. I'm not, this is like, listen, this was, I'm cheap. This is long. It's going to be on leadway for about three years, but listen, eventually I'm going to have it on. Right now, I just I just paid for the first little, little lope, you know, little change. You leak, yeah, I got the first, the first little hook, yeah. The first little the hook. little clam hook, yeah, yeah I got was, I, just, I got a long way to go, though, but little yeah. little by little. Hey, man, you know what, though? Honestly, though, I, I think it's cool to even start wearing some fake chains again, though, man. You got you got the plated chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows these days, man. That's true, that's true. Just, you know. just don't put no water on it. <laughs> don't put no water on it. You, you can't wear it overnight. You better, hope, you better hope it ain't raining. They don't let you get one of them rainy days like yesterday. You better right. take it off. Take it off. Get that green neck. Listen, it's nothing worse having that green neck. What's your neck? Don't worry about that. Listen, focus up here. Look up here. Look up here. It's all real, yeah. Yeah, but that's my uh, ultimate goal is just to, like yeah. I said, just I want to create a platform from other comedians coming up. So right now I'm doing all the producing. Okay. And um, I'm actually, I'm doing a show next weekend. That's going to be my last show I do for the next few months. Because okay. I'm going to start producing other people's shows for them. That's the one that's going to be uh, in L.A., right? In L.A. So on the 14th? On the 14th, 8.30, Comedy Union off La Brea and Pico. So that's going to be the last show I'm going to do because mm -hmm. the next six months, I'm, I got like four or five comedians. I'm going to help them start shows and wow. produce them for them. I'm all about behind the scenes. Again, I want to be behind the scenes and hype my brand, push them up for it, and then I can focus on me just performing. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, you with the past um, experience of kind of like uh -huh. having your own tour, I mean, that's, I'm sure people are going to be leaning on you for Yeah. Just for that. I mean, that's a skill set that a lot of people just don't have. I mean, like, a lot of people don't even want to try to, you know, yeah. develop really. You got to fail. You got, I always, like, I go talk because that's what I want to do too. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, it's a wave going on with like the Instagram video. Yeah, I've been making. I, I saw that video too, yeah, man. I, listen, I saw you talking to the kids. A lot man. of people talk me. It was motivating them, man. It was yeah, good, man. A lot of people have been telling me to make. I'm like, bro, I don't want to. But lately, I've been like, I'm all right. I make one here and there, but if I make for every funny video, I'm gonna put out five, you know, um, inspirational videos, um, entrepreneur videos, videos that's actually like, if, I don't care about the views. I care about the content, what it is. Like, mm -hmm. yo, this is, I'm telling you how to do it. Like, yo, this is what you do. Like, mm -hmm. build it from the ground up. And my main thing I tell the kids is like, if you gotta put yourself in a situation to fail to win, period. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you're not gonna win. And so you might, a lot of people see you when you win, but there have been times that I did shows and I paid everybody and I still was broke. Or after I did a show and my whole staff got paid, they pull up in their cars parking. they like, where you at, Juice? I'm like, listen, uh, everybody just meet in the back. I'm coming. And I, and I text a club, I'm like, open the back door. Because, you know, I just got off the bus. I had to walk through the Sure. Like, so I remember the process. So I, me, I'm really just, I just support. And like, as I grow, I remember what it was like when I couldn't do certain things. So it's like. That's fly though, man. You know, because yeah. a lot of people don't want to talk about the process of growing, mm -hmm. because normally it's a humble experience, yeah. right? I mean, you, normally it's not the whole shiny lights, and you aren't that guy yet. But yeah. but 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 it's dope that you're that you're willing to share that because yeah. it's for the people, really, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's what it seems like. Want to be as real as possible. That's my main thing. And then, because that way, when I when I share about my wins, you know, you you, you clap, you you feel like you was there with me. You a right. lot of people come to my shows. He could. My man, he could attest a lot. It's the same people. They keep coming back and That's they good. keep coming back. Like I just, I was, cause I, I'm the person that DM everybody. Like yo, I personally hit everybody up. This juice, yeah, bro. You just told me that on Facebook. Oh my bad, bro. I need to make sure you get your ticket, bro. My bad. Like if you got my number, you gonna, hey, I'm gonna DM you four different ways. We gotta wake up for sure, though, like, man. Yeah, I'll, 
and I'm then, all good with the DMs, man. It's yeah, cool. yeah, DMs, Facebook yeah. DMs, Snapchat, but it, it makes it more real. You feel like you, you, you it motivates because you be like, oh, I, I saw him do that. He wasn't like he was hiding it. You know what I'm saying? I remember when his tooth was great and now he fixed it. You know what I'm saying? I remember those <laughs> days. You know, I, I was there with him. So for yeah. me, I feel like that makes people more. It's all about creating a, a, a being true and people to relate to you. I found really relatable. Man, I mean, bro, like, you have this energy about you, though, man. That's Appreciate contagious, it. though, man. Appreciate it. Like, the people that you said that you look up to and people that you watch, mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence, you have that energy type of yeah. vibe pulling from them. Super physical, right? I can't stop moving. I can't <laughs> stop moving. Like, okay. I mean, man, I mean, man, you know, I mean, but it's it's something that I think comics, um, you just got to be born with, though, man. Yeah. I wish I was funny. Like, I be, I be trying to crack jokes, but my, my jokes is garbage. I already know it. And so I'm not even going to touch the microphone. Oh, for real? Oh, you no. should try. See, no. that, was, that was one of my worries when I first started. I ain't going to mm -hmm. lie. Like, people should tip. I'm like, I don't have jokes. Mm -hmm. There's like, I don't have, like, I, to this day, I don't have, like, not, I don't have jokes. I just have real life stuff that's funny. And, I'm, and I stretch them out and make them, and then I start realizing that is the jokes. Oh, I mean, but so you maybe you can do it. My, I'm giving you hope right now. I'm telling you. I'm not maybe, sure I want that hope though, man. <laughs> maybe punchlines is not your thing. Maybe yeah. like dot dot joke. Maybe you, you need you need stories. A scenario whatever. type yeah. of thing. Yeah, see that's what it's all. You just gotta find your niche. You, uh, maybe you, you're not a one hitter. You can't do not not who's there. You, that's not you. Right. That's right. not me either. That's it. I mean, but man, you know. So do you literally pull your actual jokes from your everyday life? Is that how you kind of get everything? Yeah, uh, I I do, and that. But for me, is so. I'm getting, I got good at it now. I'm okay. doing the same materials I started, but yeah. now I'm getting better because some of it gets dark. Okay. And so I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a better job at expressing it and making it okay to laugh at it. So, you know, I talk about stuff like living in a motel with my whole family. Um, my dad never been in my, in my life off and on popping up, disappearing. Mm. Um, me being unjustly placed in special ed. Like that's literally my punchline. I was unjustly placed in special ed. Oh. And if people laugh, like how? They got me against my own will. Like they that, and I talk about real stuff like that. How I was in special ed, I get picked to read, and you, and you know it's bad when the whole class start laughing. And you get picked like before I even start talking. I had that problem and, too, though. Oh, you did too. I used to stutter, man. So like, oh, so, used to, oh. I mean, I mean, so look, back in the day, if you if stutter. you were afraid to actually read. I mean, man, you, was, you would start flipping stuff. I mean, like you would start calling. You would start. Yeah, you eat. never. You never. You either like, start fighting or you would start just start joining people. You right? never used to like try to read it before. Like I used to, I used to, I used to read it before. Have it, I used to remember nice. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when the teacher picked me, I was like, "Yo, pick this paragraph." Yeah. She used to pick a different paragraph. Like, Yo, you playing with me right now? Are you? Playing? Why did you pop? I hated popcorn reading. Yeah. I like it when I know. I used to count in my class: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Five, seven. This is the easiest paragraph I'm yeah. right here. And then somebody will come late, and then I get this, oh, man. I ain't going to go through it, man. I went through it. Uh, that's but, funny, though, but man. But the real stuff is what's funny, and I realize that people can yeah. any. I feel like with comedy, anytime you take a joke and, and it's like real emotion to it and real energy, you can make it funny. Comics can talk about some stuff that people just can't normally touch on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that's the kind of, that's one of the specialties. Because, yeah. like, you know, if me and, like, let's say Jay just start talking, right? Yeah. You know, and, and then I'm like, man, you know, I had a hard time coming out, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, ain't nobody trying to have no sob story, right? You know, you know, you know. This, but, but like, comics can have that same conversation and flip it into something that's hilarious, though, man. That's a, yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. And especially with, you know, with everything that's going on these days, there's a lot of tension, but comics can kind of cut through that. Quick, well, I mean, quick we, we trying to. It's so, everybody's so sensitive now. You can't really? talk about nothing. Are people more sensitive? They super, like, 
I they I was just reading on my way here. I don't know y'all saw um Kevin Hart and he not he not hosting the Oscars no more. Why? Because I guess he uh, for some old tweets about like about like uh, ch- sexist tweets. Oh, okay. So it's like, wow. you can't do, you can't joke about nothing no more. It's but, like, I mean, but you know, I, I thought that comedy had that one. I mean, there's this rule that I heard from my barber because he's also an actual comedian, and like, and like he was saying that, um, man, you know, if it's you can say anything that you want as long as it's funny. Facts. I mean, so I think that's a good rule to live by. It's if it's a, funny, like if it gets me to laugh. All right, I'm cool. It could be some wild stuff, Facts. but it's got to be funny. But if it's not funny, I guess people want to fight you at the, at the Facts. show. That's 100% <laughs> accurate. But then when, the higher you go up, it's like, oh, they'll find any way to, to try to tear you, down. tear you down or find something like, oh, well, we don't want him hosting because he said transgender, da, da, da. Yo, nobody's going to have a views and like everything that's going on. Like, it's just the way it is. Right. That's a small amount of people among everybody else who, like, Kevin Hart does so much of clean, like, he don't do. He don't touch nothing. Like how do you? It's like it's impossible to do anything. It's true though. I'm never gonna host the Oscars or none of that stuff because I'm telling you because uh, I am going. <laughs> I'm don't listen. I'm gonna have to have my own platform because I'm gonna say what I want. I'm sorry. I'm more like I'm more like Cat Williams, Eddie Griffin. I'm gonna say what I want. And be, oh well. I think it's needed though, man. Oh, I think well. I think it's needed for some people just to be candid and like honest about about how they feel because there's other people that all probably feel the same way. They just don't have the platform to do it, or they don't have the courage to kind of say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like uh, everybody, nobody. It's it's just. I just feel like you get put on a platform, so like, ain't nobody gonna perfectly have the same views on. If I'm saying something that you don't like or that's wrong, yeah. say something or disagree. Okay, cool. You have your right to your opinion. Have mine. Just because I'm on the higher uh, uh, has this platform, that doesn't mean I know everything or everything I'm saying gonna be. You know what I mean? You know, you know what's funny, man. I think as a country too, like you know. We got to start dealing with some stuff. I yeah. think people get sensitive. Like race. Like, yo, right? race. Like, yes, race. Yes, it's something that's going on. Like, anybody yeah. be like, it's, 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 you're tripping. No, it's not. You can't. But at the same time, we got to understand, like, if, if they're not in our situation, haven't been in our shoes, they're not going to see how we see it. It's like, we're not going to see how they see it. So it's, a, it's just about agreeing and disagreeing. It's all right, well, this is your way of thinking. This is mine. You're not right. I'm not wrong. But yeah. people always like, yo, no, you got to think like, I had a girlfriend like that. Like, she mm. was like you got to think like, I'm not thinking like you want me to think. Right. That's why we broke up. <laughs> I'm not thinking how you want me to think. I'm thinking how I want to think. Is she in LA or is she in Oklahoma? Oklahoma. I told oh, you, man. man. That's what it is. You got, you got all the roots in Oklahoma. Man, I'm so excited. Like I said, make sure y'all come to the show December 14th, 830 uh, Comedy Union. Uh, she actually coming out here to the show. I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited, y'all. So please, don't be, ladies, don't try to talk to me. This chick. Hey, this chick. Juice, man. I love this conversation, though, man. I love the fact that, like, that you've built your own platform, though. Yeah, man. appreciate it. I mean, like, seriously, though, that's something that is highly respectable, man. Because yeah. a lot of people, um, for one, either just lazy, don't know how, don't want to figure it out, whatever the case may be. But you put the work in so you can go build up your own tour. Yeah. Man, please tell everybody how to find you and tell them about the show that's coming up. <clears throat> Make sure, um, sexy voice. Um, so y'all can find me on Instagram um, and Twitter at I am Juice Man. That's I am Juice Man with two N's. Um, my business page slash nonprofit page is um, Layups to Stand Up. That's L A Y U P S. The actual number two in it's Stand Up. 
S-T-A-N-D-U-P. That's the same for Twitter, Facebook. Um, you, could, you could find more information by going to my website, layupsofstandup.com. All the tour dates is on there. Um, all the upcoming events, charity events, all that's on there. You can click the links. My next show is December 14th at the Comedy Union. Showtime's 8.30. Doors open at 8. Uh, two drink minimum, uh, some cheap drinks, toy drive. Uh, we gonna, we donate the, um, to the, the, the Salvation Army. Dope. Uh, it's a program that's called, um, um, uh, the, uh, uh, tree program. It's, a uh, sorry about it. It's called the leadership, um, tree program It's where, um, for Christmas er, um, at rich kids that, or don't have, we make sure that they, they, they get a present. Everybody leave with a present. So we going to wrap the toys up, take it up there to them, share some love for the kids. Every kid, I believe every kid deserves a present on Christmas. So that's what we try and do. And other than that, man, I just want to keep, um, um, Appreciate the platform. Let me come and share my story. I want to keep pushing positive vibes, positive energy. And anybody out there, if you got something you want to do, just go do it, man. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Just go do it. That's any. That's the main thing I want to push. Is just like if I can do it. And like I said, I'll come from living in a hope motel, special ed, uh, uh, um, struggling from you know trying to figure it out to to be able to do what I'm doing now. You can too. So. Juice, man. I love having you on the show, man. Appreciate Seriously, though, man. I'm going to be at the show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to buy at least a couple toys, bring appreciate them out for the kids, man. I, I think what you're doing there is great, man. And, I, and honestly, just true inspiration for anybody that wants that. to do anything that they're up to. Because launching your own platform is the way to go. Yeah, same and to you, man. I, I love what you're doing, man. I hope you, I man. can come and be a, uh, a regular current oh, guest well, and come back, man. Look, man. We're going to talk about doing this whole podcast in a minute here. Uh -oh, uh -oh, you know what okay. I mean? I mean, seriously. I mean, uh -oh. like, da, 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 I wasn't uh -oh. sure if, like, Jay told you over there. But, okay. I mean, now that we're having dinner, I'm going to put, you know, oh, like, out. full okay. course press on you. Okay, know, okay. Show a little bit. All right. I already know you know all about that full course press. Come you on, told man. me a little bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you getting press? <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that right now. Juice. Juice. I love the man. I want to thank you for listening to the full episode with Juice. You guys should definitely go check out any of his any of his content. He's a beast on Instagram. You could find Demetrius Juice Denson at I am Juice Man with two ends on Instagram. Follow him, check him out, and stay tuned for any of his layups to stand up comedy tour that's coming out. And if you really enjoyed this content, tell a friend, share it on social, take a screenshot, share it with me, put it on Instagram stories, wherever you want to share it, I would greatly appreciate it. And leave a comment wherever you consume the podcast. It really helps this show get discovered. There's so many podcasts dropping every day, so I really, really appreciate it. With that said, guys, you guys stay tuned to the next episode.